You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You, you feel this, this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Packernet After Dark. This is the call-in show of the Packernet Podcast Network. If you'd like to call in, if you'd like to participate in the show, please feel free to do so. The phone number here is 608-501-0718. New callers go directly to the front of the line. We do have another new caller today, so we will start there. As a side note, I am watching the Bills-Jets game right now, so if I seem a little distracted, I apologize. That's that's what's happening in my life. I just saw Rodgers leave the field, so congratulations to anybody who took the under on whether Rodgers would make it five snaps. But anyways, let's get to the new caller. Hey, Ryan. Brian from Georgia. Hey. Got a couple of questions. One is, what are the Bears going to do with their with the top two picks in the draft? <laughs> are they going to pick both Mays and Williams, or will they go with another two linebackers? <laughs> also, what's your take on the locker room? It's great to see uh, players behind Jordan Love, and I wonder how much of that is they're just so happy to get rid of the dark cloud in the in the room from last year. Thanks. You know, I'm probably going to sound like an idiot saying this, but uh, I'm going to say it anyways. If I'm the Bears, and in my franchise history, I have never in my life had a good quarterback. There is nothing on this planet more valuable than a quarterback. And you also can trade valuable quarterbacks, right? Take both of them. I'm freaking serious. Take both of them. Take both of them. Take two, three years, I don't care, to make sure that whichever one, one of them ends up being the next Pat Mahomes. And I don't care what anybody says about how stupid that was. Because you know what I'm going to do? If they both suck, well, then, I'm, then, then I just quit at life. If one of them's great, then I keep that one and I offload the other one. And you can make fun of me all you want. I got freaking Pat Mahomes 2.0 on my team. Stick it in your eye socket. Okay? If they're both awesome, then guess what? I... Take the one that is more awesome, and I trade away the other one for multiple first-round picks, and I recoup basically all the value that I lost, probably more so just from this one pick, and I load up to build up around that guy. Bing, bang, boom. Frickin' why not? Um, here, here's what I'm thinking, and it's, it's... 
I'm I'm wondering, I think the Jets are too good for this, but let's just say Aaron Rodgers is out for the season. Maybe you have more details. I don't know. I, I know he's in a boot. That's all of the information I have so far. I'm hearing some people speculate, which is just speculation, but speculate that potentially it's an Achilles, which would end up being a season-ending injury. If there's any chance they can suck enough to get a really high pick, what are the odds they take a quarterback? You could say it's low if you want, but I think that would be silly. If they had a top three quarter, uh, a top three pick and had the ability to go up and get the number one or the number two quarterback, why would you not do that? Why? For Aaron Rodgers? So what? If he wants to play, you let him sit. Yeah, dude, don't worry about it, Rodgers. And then, of course, he gets pissed off because how dare you? And it's the whole Jordan Love scenario all over again. But it's fine because he'll win MVP when he's angry and all that stuff. But take away the pick from the Bears. Oh, picked off. Ha ha. Zach Wilson's trash. Oh, he, he stuck that guy, though. It was a heck of a hit. Take away the pick from the Bears so that they can't get him. <laughs> and then they show a guy flipping off the camera. Oh, the Jets. He wasn't flipping off the camera. He's flipping off his quarterback. But if this thing spirals enough, we end up getting the, the top pick in the second round. The Bears don't get their top quarterback. Again, I can't imagine the Jets are worse than Carolina and Chicago. And even if they are, if there's any opportunity to move up, the Bears would do that. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just thinking here, because it's, it's pretty obvious that we're not getting a first-round pick. Even if Rodgers turns out he's completely fine and he'll be back next week, he ain't going to make it. That offensive line is a joke, which is what I've been saying all year. And Jets fans got mad at me. How dare you? Billy Turner's just a backup. That We got great offensive linemen. Yeah, okay. We tried to warn you, okay? We had an investment here. We also wanted Aaron Rodgers to be healthy. And you jerks couldn't protect the guy. You went out and got a Ferrari and put a Tercel engine in it. Stupidest. You know, can I just... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. You're a new caller. I should respect your call and answer your questions. But I'm really annoyed here. It's, it's the same rant I went on with Seattle when I, when I went through the teams and I looked at it and I was like, you know what? You guys are stupid. You took Jackson Smith and Jigba when the only good thing about your team is wide receivers. You already have two really good wide receivers. You have no offensive line. You have no defense. And you took a wide receiver because you don't give a crap. All you care about is having your fans go, yeah, that's it. That's all you care. You don't actually want to be good. And the freaking Jets and the Bears are so stupid. The two loudest fan bases. They're so stupid. They're run so stupid. It's it's like how we should have known. Everybody should have known. Oh, the Bears lost. and Oh, I guess the Bears aren't good. No kidding. They spent $100 million on two linebackers and a guard. They're idiots. The Jets went out and spent all this on Aaron Rodgers, and he was fired up. He was motivated. He was going to do it for you. I was convinced. I'm telling that defense is keeping him in this game. And you got Garrett Wilson. If you could have just put some offensive line in front of this guy, I'm serious. The Super Bowl was on the table. Playoffs were guaranteed. And you didn't put it on. And you knew this was a problem. You saw it. You should have done anything in your power to get something on offensive line. Anything on offensive line. Absolute idiots. I'm sorry. Let's let's get back to your uh, your question here. So... Um, they, they, I think they should take both quarterbacks if they have that option. And it's going to be probably scrutinized and called stupid. That will be the one time I'm going to be like, you know what, Ryan Poles? You're right. You're right. If you had three picks, you should take three quarterbacks. Because if there's anything the Bears should have learned by now, it's that if you don't have the quarterback, nothing else matters. So you take Caleb Williams, you take Drake May, and for the heck of it in the second round, take Michael Penix or Bo Nix or whoever that guy. Who cares? Just do it. Just do it, man. And yes, as far as the locker room, I mean, they, they are they are fired up. I mean, they, there's just no two ways about it. I haven't seen them this motivated in a long time. And, and like I said, it's not meant to be a shot at Rodgers necessarily. Um, 
I just think it's it's a team that needs something different. Just like the Jets needed Rodgers. I think they were fired up behind Rodgers. This team needed something else. And Jordan Love is that thing. There's there's just so much youth there, you know? And that's what the team is rallying around now. They're rallying around Jordan because he's the underdog and nobody believes in him. And it's just it's just it's just a great dynamic. Um and, and like everything else, I said this many years ago when when asked about you know, is Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur going to get along because Matt LaFleur's young and he's not going to respect them? And it's like, you know what? I can answer that question if you can answer this question. Are they winning? Because if they're winning, they'll get along. If they're not, they won't. And it's kind of the same thing with, with the Packers in the locker room. The locker room is great. But every locker room is going to be great when you're winning. Every locker room is going to suck if you're losing. But I think the... Uh, the Packers locker room right now can carry them a long way. And they're, they're, I think they're in a position now where they're probably going to win some games that they shouldn't just based on fire. You know, I mean, the Chicago Bears partly lost because they, it, it's, it's, what did I tell you about the Chicago Bears? I think I've said this now like every day for the past three, four days. Their hype is 10 miles wide and an inch deep. It's, they're, they're a paper dragon. All this stuff about them being fired up and all One interception, one fourth down stop and and the fans are done the the crowd is not only silent but they're booing and the bears are sitting on the bench with their head down you know why because their locker room is garbage and that's the difference like if you have a bad locker room you can have fake hype but it just it it's just gone instantly and you know what that's going to carry the rest of the season the bears are done their hype is done they're done the, half the guys in that locker room are like i got to get the heck out of here this is garbage the other half are going to be in there saying I'll collect my paycheck, but I don't give a crap about this team. The Packers are going to be a little bit different. The hype is real. It's built on a firm foundation, so they can get through adversity. It might even help them a little bit if they get through a little bit of adversity together. But on some level, at some point, you know, it's it's going to start to deteriorate. So great start for them, and I appreciate you calling in. All right, let's backtrack here. We're kind of all jumbled up together here. We got some new callers and some different stuff. Let's go all the way back to Sunday night, 7 o'clock. That sounds about right. And let's see what Trevor's all about. Hey, Ryan, the game was great. Um, I just hope Quay and Jaden and Aaron Jones, everybody's all right. You know, I hate to see the bang-ups happening quick, but, you know, I, I just – it was it was a little sloppy and we still dominated. I mean, Luke Musgrave and Love, if they can just get that connection ironed out, that's going to be huge. Jaden Ray looked great. The defense looked really good. I mean, it's 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 fields, right? So we need to see him against a different team. But the defense looked good. Um, I I don't know. The only my only complaint is the penalties. Um, I like the physicality and all, but yeah, there was too I many agree. personal fouls after the fact after the play. Um, and of course, you know the I, I hated it. Jair had a perfectly clean hit um, on the fields early in the game for his way out of bounds, and their offensive lineman came in up and just started. And the commentators are like, oh, that's great, you know, defending your guy. No, you're not defending your guy. It was a clean hit. Like, get that lineman out of there. Start a big fight and end up with offsetting penalties. Yeah. Like, so dumb. Um, typical Bears BS. But anyway, I just, I can't wait. My Jordan Love jersey, I was hoping it'd come for this week. It comes for, uh, it's supposed to come this week. So, hopefully it's in soon. I know, probably don't want to advertise for things um, that aren't paying you, but Fanatics has their own. For anybody who's in a betting state, Fanatics has its own sportsbook now called Points Bet. And if you place a fifty dollar wager, um, as as your if you never sign up for it, and a fifty dollar bet is your first bet, you get a free jersey from Fanatics.com. So that's how I got my love jersey. And I put my fifty bucks on the pack to win money line. 
Uh, did the same for my wife, so we both won our $50 bets on the Packers money line, which means we now have one money, two free jerseys coming in. Dang. Let's go. Pumped for the season. Overreaction Monday. Go Pack Go. Tearing it up, man. And I agree. I, I, I kind of felt the same way. On one hand, I love that the... I mean, it's, it is a delicate va- balance because I... What the heck was the game? I think it was the Patriots. Remember in the Patriots, I think it was the joint practice where... um. They just bullied the Packers, and they were, you know, they're calling us fake tough guys and all that stuff. And you don't like that. You want your team to to be the more physical, the the tougher team. Not not necessarily being stupid, but again, that's where the fine line kind of comes in. You don't want to be the team that gets bullied and doesn't respond, and you just kind of put your head down. But if you do respond, then you get a penalty. And I'm sitting here going, "You idiot! Just ignore it." So it's somewhat of a lose lose. And I, I do think the Bears Packers rivalry is heated up. The Bears players have outright said they hate this team, and it's become obvious that Packers players are really not big fans of the Chicago Bears, and so I think there's going to be kind of a lot of that. I do wish we were kind of back in the 90s a little more where they'd let some of this stuff go, um, but now you even look at a guy wrong, you're going to get flagged. Because I I, I I do kind of enjoy that, man. I, I, I miss that a little bit, the actual rivalry. I, even, I had a Bears fan chime in when I said something like that on social media. Like, it's not a rivalry if one team keeps winning. I don't think that's necessarily true. I keep hearing that, but that's not what I'm seeing on the field. This is a rivalry because it's it is hate it's mutual hatred. <laughs> that's what it is. These players do not like each other and it's instantly getting into fights right away. And so you definitely don't want to jeopardize the game over something stupid because you can't control yourself. And I, I can't necessarily right now articulate what that looks like or how you how you differentiate, but there there's that's that I guess is the goal to be the physical team to match the intensity of that rivalry but also try not to be stupid and I don't know if there is a way to to bridge that gap but that's that's what I'm looking for and again I agree there were a lot of times where I saw people do stuff and I'm like don't be stupid dude like just don't do that look if Jordan Love gets gets clocked and you want to run over there and start something I mean that's just part of the deal but if somebody pushes you and you feel the need to like slam them on the ground, come on, just just let just let it go. You use your words as violence, you know. A simple little scoreboard or something will suffice. You don't need to freaking clock somebody in the head because somebody pushed you a little bit late and you didn't like it. As it was disrespectful. What's up, Brian? Mike from San Antonio. What's up? What a glorious damn day it is. It dude. is a glorious we just day. the bears and. Aaron Rodgers has transferred ownership to Jordan Love. Yep. And, oh, by the way, the Bears subreddit is in full-on meltdown mode. I got to get on Reddit. I forgot about that. There were a few not great things today. The tackling has got to get better. Yes. First half, especially, many times players were in position to make tackle. Keyshawn Dixon. They just didn't do it. Yeah. And it's it's tough. I mean, you can't. There's so so many pattern practices you have in training camp, et cetera, et cetera. How do you get around that? I don't know. Maybe you do. No, I I don't. Um, other than I feel like there is a, a de-emphasis on things because of the, the sort of lack of physicality and whatnot. Um, but there needs to be that. You know, we've talked about how, I think it was Dave Wanstead was talking about we used to coach goal line drills and low man wins and all that. We don't really do that anymore. Um and I, I just think there's something to that. I think there's something to training to be the more physical, violent team. And I've, I've said it before, and I will continue to say it. I've never seen 
a bad tackling elite defense. It doesn't exist. So, I mean, I, I love that the Packers um, seem to have a good pass rush. I love that the Packers seem to be doing a really good job in coverage. I mean, those are the, the obviously the two most important things. But I still think if you can't tackle, I mean, because understand, not tackling also has to do with not being able to... Uh, Oh my goodness, Josh Allen, you're going to get yourself killed. <laughs> Not tackling also has to do with, I mean, you're, you're missing sacks, and we've seen it. I saw it. We see it in the preseason. Justin Fields is a special case. Let's be clear about that. But there have been numerous times guys should have been sacked, and they just went right through guys' hands. And so we, we got to just do a better job. Kudos to Lucas Van Ness and Devontae Wyatt for just having that, like, you're not getting away from me mentality. I remember Raekwon Davis was one of my favorite draft people. Just somebody I just decided to latch on to. But I, I, I always, I, I made numerous draft videos about the guy, hyping him up. And one of one of the things I would always attribute to him in my fake scouting terms that I like to make up was bear paws. And bottom line is, if that dude gets a single hand on you, you're going down. And we have way too many big boys, you know, 300-pound guys letting 220-pound quarterbacks slip through their arms. That kind of stuff shouldn't happen. Letting, you know, 205-pound running backs slip through their arms. These guys need to go down instantly. I'm, I'm As an example, I'm watching the Jets. This is a really good defense. The pass rush is potent, same as the Packers. The coverage looks tight, similar to what we see with the Packers. The big difference for me is the violence and the tackling. These guys fly around the field, and you, you're not breaking a tackle. If somebody's there, you're going down, and I don't really see that as much with the Packers. So it's, it's not like a massive indictment. It's simply a matter of, I, I think the difference between the Packers, assuming we continue this trend, it was the Chicago Bears, maybe they're going to be garbage, I don't know. But let's just assume that this continues. The difference between them being like a top 10 defense and a top 5 defense, in my opinion, is tackle. It's, it's anybody gets there, they go down. Sorry for all the calls. I got, I got hyped and I forgot my own point uh, with the points bet thing. I want everybody who's listening right now to Bagging State to bet on the Packers. Get a free Jordan Love jersey. All right, I'm going to cut you off because I have no idea, but um, what you should do, let me amend your call. You should go to prizepicks.com. Uh, they are a sponsor of the show. They're always doing free giveaways. I don't know how you can lose money with prize picks because they're always like, oh, yeah, just place a bet here and it's free. Like, okay. And if you if I win, do, do, like, no, no, you just win. Do I have to pay up? Like, if, No, no, it's, it's free, and then you just win. Okay. <laughs> Make sure you use promo code PACKDADDY when you sign up, by the way. All lowercase letters, P-A-C-K-D-A-D-D-Y. And you will get a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks, which means if you're signing up new with promo code PACKDADDY, you put in $100, they're going to give you 100 free dollars. Not a bad situation. Anyway, since an unprompted uh, ad read decided to pop up there, <laughs> wasn't even required, I just figured I'd let you know. We might as well take a break. A little bit early, but it's fine. We'll be right back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. 
Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Ryan, it's Kyle from Madison. Howdy doody. It is victory. Well, whatever day you get to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, baby. It's victory. Just just enjoying this. You know, all, all that talk all off season that I was going to like, that th- this new restart with love was kind of the, the pressure was off. I could just relax and enjoy the games. You know, that's what I, I think I called in and said that. Yeah, that was all out the window the second it started. I was a complete basket case. Yeah, same. <laughs> the, the old ticker was was pumping pretty good, so uh, yeah. sounded good in theory. But no, I it, I, w- I wanted this game so bad. It I'm almost stunned. I'm almost stunned in a good way. I mean, this played out like some kind of Packers revenge fantasy. You know, fan film. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> did a little bit. I, you know, I don't think I would have dared to hope for an outcome really this good. I'm um, hoping Reed's okay. Sounded like it was just cramped. Looked horrible. I hate that we're going deep late in the game right there for no reason. But honestly, um, you can see the youth, but you can see the talent. And... Man, well, I'll let you say everything else needs to be said, but work tomorrow is going to be so fun with my Bears fans, buddies. I'm sure you're enjoying the shot in Freud as much as I am. We'll talk to you later, my friend. Go Packers, baby. That might be the best description of what happened that I've heard throughout this entire uh, ordeal and as many posts as I've read and calls as we've had and thoughts as I've had. Um some kind of dirty, filthy Packers fan fiction. <laughs> it really did go about as well as it could. Um, and, you know, again, I have no idea how the rest of the season's going to go. Might be a complete disaster. Maybe the Bears have a great season. We have a terrible season. We don't know. Like, I, I mean, it's just what I said before. I, we're not really going to learn much from week one. But I will say, my confidence in this team has gone up significantly. Even with some of the negatives that have... Uh, that have come up just certain things that you see in terms of like, yeah, maybe that won't happen to that degree again. Maybe that's because of the bears. Maybe this was something that's probably unsustainable, et cetera, et cetera. I'm still going to have more confidence going forward, having seen what they did to the bears than I did when I thought there's a good chance we're going to get beat by the bears. I mean, in all honesty, I was betting on the, the Packers in most of the places where I had to, I think there might've been one time where I took the bears but if I'm being honest, if, if if you took ten grand out of my bank account, put it on the table, and said you have to pick, I might have taken the Bears. Just being honest with you, really worried about Week One in Chicago, the hype, and for them to come out and do what they did. Again, I thought best case scenario we'd win in a somewhat of a you know grind it out kind of a thing, 
and I did not expect to put up that many points. I mean, honestly, we, we, we decided not to kick a field goal at the end. It should have been over 40 points based on what they were able to do. That's unbelievable. You know, I, I don't care the team we went up against. I don't care about any of that. This team should not have been ready, especially week one when everybody says this is when the defenses win, the offenses struggle. We saw that all across the NFL. And you have a team on top of that that's going up against an experienced defense with a very experienced head coach who is a defensive coordinator on the road, the, the Packers are, on the road, and... um and put up 30. I mean, that, that that just should not have had the Packers have no experience anywhere. It should not have happened the way that it did, and it did. Really, really, really fantastic stuff. Hey, Ryan. Hey. Joe, the janitor. Joe? From Connecticut. What's up, man? How you doing, bud? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I know how you're doing. <laughs> you must be ecstatic. Doing good. I am. Well... I'm just going to say, it's officially love season. Yeah. Um, Jordan Love mm, had a small sample size. Still have a small sample size. But I think if we can stay healthy, we are going to ball the mess out. Yeah, you got, I was able to add myself there. You know, it's not <laughs> typical, but Getting it's there. all good. Um, anyways... That was an amazing game. I only caught, um, while I was listening to the first half. And I actually made it to, um, watch the second half. Uh, unfortunately, I had to work today. I definitely believe that my boss hates me and, um, did it on purpose. But, you know, so what happens when you're a janitor, lowly janitor? Yeah. But hey, all smiles today. Because uh, even though I had to scrub graffiti off of um, the walls for hours today, um, some bastard little kids won't stop. Some bastard kids mm. <clears throat> won't stop um, graffitiing specific walls in my workplace. And, um, yeah, I'm going to strangle them when I catch them. But um, either way, scrubbing that shit, my hands hurt. But my heart feels good because the Packers won. Um, and, um, I'm feeling pretty good myself. The PBRs, Packers win, Jordan love season, baby. Shalom. Well, I am sorry about them kids, but your the condition of your heart is what matters the most to me anyways. So enjoy the PBRs and enjoy the week because we get all week to just be excited and be as fired up as we want to be because we have that right. That's, that's what happens when you win. When you win, you can talk. We won. We can talk. I think the Bears still suck. Yep, pretty pretty sure. <laughs> I'm getting that vibe, to be completely honest with you. And, and and like I said, it's I thought they did some things where I thought, man, even Fields, to be completely honest, although things started to deteriorate, his ability to be evasive is, is there as it always is. But then you see him like, break out and start to catch guys down the field with these pretty decent passes. And I'm like, man, like, is he actually going to do that thing that everybody wants him to do? But um, it doesn't look like that's necessarily the case. And and the the biggest reason, again, that I'm, I'm not super optimistic about the Bears is I think that they're just going to be in a downward spiral. I think there is no hope in that locker room. I think the team has given up. 
Um, I don't think they believe in each other. I don't think they believe in the coaches. In fact, there was a, a comment. I didn't hear it, but um, one of the players had said something, complained about the defensive scheme. And I think Iberflus was asked about it, and he's like, I have no idea what he's talking about. Kind of like with Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, to be honest, where Rodgers is like, we need to be less complex. And Matt LaFleur's like, I have no idea what that even means. Kind of a similar vibe to it. So, yeah, things are not well in Chicago. Hey, Ryan, it's Cole from Illinois. Um, What's up? This is Super Bowl day for me, especially because it was at Soldier Field. Uh, Massive W from the Packers. Uh, Now, I just got off of work from Logan's Roadhouse as a server. so. What I know of the game is what I've seen from uh, the TVs at the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go home and watch the rest of the game and, you know, see who did well. But these are my initial impressions. And if these are completely wrong as to what actually happened, uh, maybe it'll be entertainment for you. Sure. So, um, Jordan Love looked okay, I thought. I mean, obviously he had quite a few passes, some of them pretty good. But I think a lot of them were just really off target. I couldn't tell if it was wide receivers or him that was off. Yeah. But they just seem very whack. One of them, for sh- I, I'm almost positive, early in the game, the receiver ran the wrong route. Or, or I should say they were on the, the wrong, they were not on the same page. Because the ball placement made absolutely no sense. Oh my goodness, is he going to lose 70 yards on a sack here? Zach, what are you, throw the ball, Zach! Man, this guy has a heart attack waiting to happen. What in the world was that? <laughs> Oh boy, um, so so I know that was one of them, and it's always interesting when I go back and watch. Like I, I just I see things that I didn't remember happening. Um, of the errant throws, I mean, the, the, I I've mentioned it before. I think the first Luke Musgrave one, it's it's debatable if Musgrave is just sprinting the entire way. Could he have gotten there? Possibly. I mean, he he and Matt Lafleur even made a comment about he didn't do what he was coached to do. Right, the inclination. When you're open, is to turn your head and start looking around, and he wants you to just well do something else. So I don't know. I don't really know. I know I know not all the plays were great, and I know there were some off-target passes. How many and how many were actually his fault? I'm not entirely sure, but I am looking forward to going back and uh, looking into that a little bit. Um, but I mean, if, I feel like he was reading their defense pretty okay for the most part, but I don't know. I think he like he did exactly kind of what I expected. He he had the touchdowns. He didn't have the turnovers, but it wasn't anything like shocking. Wow, amazing! Right? Maybe I'm completely wrong. I haven't seen all of the film, obviously. But no, I mean PFF didn't register him as having any big time throws. I don't remember any. You know, wow throws are sort of the buzzword or buzz phrase of the uh, Green Bay Packers off season. I mean, they were good throws. They were very important, critical throws but nothing like, oh my goodness, I can't believe it, right? Which we've seen him make. We just didn't see any in this game. And and as I've said before, although that's going to be sort of the next evolution is being more consistent with making big plays, maybe when it's not there or making big plays, that was a tackle out of bounds. Um, when, you know, the, the, you, there's pressure on you or whatever, That's that, those would probably be big time throws as opposed to not doing that and then getting graded poorly. But in this game, I felt like he was a game manager, and he managed it perfectly, and we dominated this game. And this is what we've all been saying the whole time. We don't need him to be 2020 Aaron Rodgers. If he can come in and be a decent game manager, we can win. And we hung 40 on the Bears by him basically just being a game manager. I think that kind of proves the point. That was my initial impression with that. 
holy crap, this defense is ridiculous. Yeah, man. Um, the Quay Walker pick six was phenomenal. Yep. Um, but then also there were a couple of drives where they just completely let the, the Bears march down the field, just get absolutely torched in coverage. I was like, what the hell is happening here? But, you know, for the most part, I was very happy with the defense. Um, my only complaint is that I wish Justin Fields didn't have quite the stat line that he did. Um, you know, my whole thing was that the Bears suck because Justin Fields sucks, um, and that this game didn't really prove that. So, I don't know. I'm I'm optimistic about what the team brought. I mean, 38 points is definitely nothing to scoff at, and holding the Bears total to 20 is great. I think that's awesome. So, a lot of positives from the day. Very weird vibes from the, from what I saw, but, you know, I may call back after I've actually watched the film and say, oh, my God, I'm a dumbass. So, anyways, have a good one, Ryan. Go Pack Go. Yeah, I mean, 216 yards, um, and then what else did he have? One touchdown, one pick, and a 78.2 passer rating isn't necessarily anything – not, I mean, it's not even good, much less very good as far as his stat line is concerned. That said, for Justin Fields, it was pretty good. I mean, it's like that was a great day for him. That was last year. That was the second most yards. So the, the two most yards he's thrown for have both been against the Packers, 254 in week 13, and then again this year, 216. But to be clear, that freaking sucks. And, and, so in those games, it would be like 225 yards on average. So call it in two games, like 500-ish yards, one touchdown, and three picks he's thrown in the last two games. Um, I, I I get what you're saying, but just to be clear, that's still his stat line is still trash. Straight up, that's going to be a pick all day. Is that two picks for you, you idiot? Good Lord. Why are you garbage, Josh Allen? But yeah, field still sucks for sure. Hey, Ryan. It hey. is a freaking fantabulous day. Uh, I meant to point earlier and it just, yeah. Anyways, how about that win? Oh, that was so great. Um, I was just calling in as a friendly reminder that I predicted 31 to 10. You did. You said maybe I should keep that to myself. And it was pretty much 38-14, which is even better than 31-10. to And then the garbage time touchdown. Yeah. So I'm not trying to... <laughs> not trying to, like, give you crap about that or anything. But I'm just saying, hey, I was pretty freaking close. Um, but anyways, yeah, the Bears still suck. had a, a buddy that uh, was trying to tell me during the game that Justin killed... This was, like, uh, partway through the... Third quarter, and you're starting to play. He's trying to tell me that Justin Fields is having a more accurate game. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So, we'll see if the Justin Fields division comes down at all or if it keeps going. But, uh, anyways, talk to you all later. I didn't catch any of that at the end, but uh, you, you did pretty much nail it. I thought about that right away. I, I didn't remember your exact score prediction. I knew it was a little bit, I think, more optimistic than what actually happened. Um, it wasn't quite as good, but it was close, especially, like you said, if you factor in the garbage time thing, it was it was about exactly right. Um, so, yeah, you you congrats, man. Like, I, I mean, I've, I've already kind of dunked on myself about that, that I thought it was absurd, the idea that we could score almost 40 points uh, week one with this group, especially with no Christian Watson. I just, I did not think it was a thing. 
I will say, if there was one thing that I got right, and who knows, maybe it could have been more, but I said if there's one guy that I would choose, if I could only get Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs back at this point, it would be Romeo Dobbs. And I tend to think that that, at this point, is correct. Ryan. Hey, Jacob. 4 a.m. I'm on my way to work. Got to do inventory. And usually on a Monday morning at 4 a.m., I hate my effing life. (laughs) But today, oh boy, today, I woke up with a smile permanently on my face. And if you guys can remember, I'll just, I'll be real quick and I'll, I gotta get to work. The Bears fans in their own stadium were booing them in the beginning of the third quarter. (laughs) And they booed them for basically the whole game after that. Go Pack Go. God, I love Mondays when we win. OldSouthernBBQ.com. OldSouthernBBQ.com. Check it out. Um, We should probably launch into that after this. Actually, that's a pretty decent segue. Get him down. Yes, sucker. Sorry. Um, I think they actually started booing in the second quarter, if I'm not mistaken. You could hear a smattering of boos before halftime. Could be wrong about that. But, I I mean, I I really believe, and I, I could be wrong. Who are they playing? I know the Vikings are screwed. They lost to Tampa Bay, and they got the Eagles on Thursday on a short week. I, I cannot wait to watch that. I really hope they don't beat the Eagles, but that would feel like a Vikings thing to do, to lose to Tampa and then just eviscerate the Eagles. Oh, they play the Buccaneers, so I don't know what to think about that. But um, I feel like that's a winnable game. But it's at Tampa, so they're on the road after just losing at home. Buccaneers just beat Minnesota. I could see that going either way. I could absolutely see the Buccaneers thing being a complete fluke. The Bears beating the Buccaneers. But I could also see the Bears going 0-2. And here's the great part about it. If the Bears lose to the Bucs, not only do they big-time suck, and by the way, the, the benefit of them actually beating the Buccaneers, which is almost nothing, but it really kind of speaks to at least, you know, it's not like we just beat this team. But we'll we'll clear that up against Atlanta. We don't need the Bears to win to clear that up. For good, we'll beat them. So they, they could go 0-2 on the road to the Buccaneers. Then they have to go on the road to the Kansas City Chiefs who should have Travis Kelsey back, who do have Chris Jones back, and they're going to get the crap beat out of him. That's 0-3. Then they're on the... They're on the, seriously on the road again? Oh, you know what? No, I think the Chiefs are at home. No, no, the... the I'm sorry. I, this The way they write this is confusing. The home team is on the right column. Yeah, so it's at Buccaneers, at Chiefs. Then they come home, and it's the Broncos. And I think the Broncos are probably a better team. But either way, I, I think they're going to lose a lot of games. I think the fans are out of it. The, 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 the Bears players talk so much trash, and they were able to take this entire offseason to try to build themselves up. And you heard Justin Fields, maybe you didn't hear it, his, his pregame speech, like, they don't know. They don't know the work we've put in, talking about the Packers. They don't know what's about to happen. They don't have what we have, blah, 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 blah. And then they got spanked. So what do you do now? You, what, what, what's, your, what's your speech next week going to be? Hey, let's not get the first pick this time because I don't want to lose my job as a quarterback. Come on, guys, you got my back, right? Is that is that the selling point? Because I don't even think that's a good one. I'm guessing those guys would be fine with letting you go. But yeah, what? look, by the way, I know I'm off on a tangent here. Jacob, I'm sorry. Another thing that I try to tell everybody, especially Bears fans about, this goes for Packer fans and every other bad team. You know what they do? Every single person goes through and they're like, okay, we're not good. But... When I go through it, we got a pretty easy schedule. And then they go through, and every team that's not good, they just call it a win. Win, 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 win. Here's the problem. Those teams are looking at you and saying that's a win. You're not going to just win all the, 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 the games against bad teams because you're one of the bad teams. 
Oh, Buccaneers, that's a win. That's a dub. Why? You're worse than they are. Well, that's a winnable game. So what? That doesn't mean you're going to win it. Did you forget you suck? Only really good teams can kind of auto-dub against bad teams. And even then, you're going to be wrong once in a while. But like if you're the Chiefs or the Philadelphia Eagles or one of the teams at the top, you look at teams like, oh, I don't know, the Bears, the Bucks, the Cardinals, Washington, and you say, yeah, we're probably going to win those games. And you know what? They're probably right. But if you had the number one pick in football, you don't get to auto-dub your way through every subpar team. Oh, that team didn't even make the playoffs. That's a win. That's a win. I'm coming away with seven, eight, nine, ten wins. Can't do that. Because you suck. So yeah, I'm. hopefully they lose to the Bucks and the Bucks go 2-0, and which would be hilarious. They're going to lose to the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Decent chance they lose to the Broncos. Pretty solid chance they lose to the Commanders. Very good chance they lose to the Vikings. Might beat the Raiders. I don't know. They're 1-0 right now. Who knows? Yeah, it's, it's, it's done, man. The, the, the wind is out of the sails already. It's unfreaking believable and I, I love to see it. I'm just worried about the fact that they're going to get some high picks. So I, I, we need the Bears to win a couple of these. That's why I, I partially wouldn't mind if they beat the Buccaneers, you know, start winning a handful of games. If they do get to about six wins, just not against the Packers. Um, take them out of that. We need Carolina to start winning a bunch of games. If they get like pick pick 13 and 19, freaking whatever. Best of luck. Yeah, get get you another offensive lineman and like an actual wide receiver that isn't Chase Claypool, who's a piece of garbage, which by the way, hilariously, Bears fans have been talking about Chase Claypool as though he's something. And it's like, why are you guys bragging about Chase Claypool? The guy's always been bad. He's terrible for you last year. What are you talking Well, he didn't have a full season in the system, and now he's got a full year, and it's going to be a whole different thing. And immediately, Bears fans are trashing the crap out of this guy. Who the heck was it? It was uh, Mr. Jaw from the soap operas. Brant. One of the Brants. I don't remember which one. The, the soap opera one. But he came out, and he's like, I'm not going to say his name, but you know who he is. He's sleepwalking out there. I didn't know who he was talking about. Checked out the comment section, and everybody's just roasting Chase Claypool. One with, This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm talking about as far as paper thin. They, these guys will go to war in the offseason for these players, and five seconds in, four bad plays in, they're done. I want him off my team. This guy's a bum. It was never real. It was all fake. It was fake bravado. It was fake talk. It was fake nonsense. OldSouthernBBQ.com. Uh, who was it that just sent me that? Got him down as Pack D, but Pack D uh, sent me a text for his order. He got the Old Southern Barbecue Legendary Gift Set, $55. I hope you used the... Uh, oh, you did. Coupon code Packernet15. He ended up getting almost $10 off on that order. Capital P, capital N, Packernet15. You get the four barbecue sauces... The four rubs. I'm 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 really hungry right now. I need to go upstairs and eat dinner. It's getting late. Probably shouldn't eat late, but it's I do whatever I want. I'm a grown up. I can make bad decisions. And you're gonna get a free T-shirt in the box. But man, I cannot I cannot wait. I can't wait to get it. By the way, I, I was gonna do it today. I've got uh, um what do you call them? Chicken wing sections or whatever. It's got the legs and the wings. I, I was gonna do it today for the game, but I got caught up with a bunch of stuff. I really need to do it tomorrow. I'm super jacked up, and I'm kind of fingers crossed that um. The, the rubs and barbecue sauces show up because I would love to just do some barbecue wings. Oh, I'm going to crush them. I'm going to crush so many wings, dude. I'm going to get that vortex going on the Weber. Oh, baby. But it's going to be glorious. OldSouthernBBQ.com. Check them out. We'll take a break one more time, and we'll be right back. Hey, Ryan. It's Wayne from Illinois. Hey, Wayne. Yeah, I told you a few days ago that... Uh... 
my brother-in-law, who's the Bear fan, is going to blame the ref. Right. And even though <laughs> they really got their butts kicked. So I thought I'd read through a few of his Facebook posts uh, in the time that I have here. <laughs> Let's hear he it, starts man. off, I, I game time, exclamation point, so he's all excited. Yep. Then That's he how says, it starts. bad play calling, starts already, fourth and one, and the whole stadium knows it's coming up the middle. And, of course, field sailed, and that was beautiful. So just to be clear, I've heard a lot of people complaining about that. If you want to complain about the play calling, fine, I, I guess. I mean, I, I just think it's a catch-all garbage excuse, which they did this last year. This offensive coordinator is the worst ever. And then when Fields started running around a bunch, they're like, oh, this offensive coordinator is a genius. It's just it's just frustration, and I don't know where to put my frustration. When you have like a half a yard to go, your quarterback pushing right up the middle is the go-to play. It's what the Packers did a couple times. It's what every team in the NFL is doing right now. It's why they're trying to ban like tight ends pushing quarterbacks because it's like automatic. So that is the right call. Your inability to get it is, um, that's on you. That is not a bad play call. That is the play call. Green Bay strikes first. Let's not self-destruct. Dumb penalties. P-E-N-E-L-T-I-E-S. I mean, hey, he's a Bears fan. He can't spell. <laughs> and then he finally says they're on the board. Let's lose those dumb penalties and cover better over the middle. And here we go. Hey, ref. If the defender is holding the receiver's hands, that is pass interference. So, I mean, the Bears didn't score because it was the ref. Oh, okay. So then he goes on. It's halftime. Cover the middle. Put heat on love. Stop the stupid penalties. Give Fields time to throw. Missing. Toggle Bears defense. If I'm please return to Soldier Fields. He's got a little bit of a sense of humor. <laughs> he does. MIA offensive line. Yep, that too. I mean, wasn't he expecting that? Right. No, because he's a Bears right. fan. No coverage in the middle again. The refs can call penalties. That's after like three times that the Packers screwed things up and had penalties. I mean, mm -hmm. refs called more on Green Bay than on... Hey, go figure. When we commit penalties, then they call penalties. That's crazy, right? So Chicago, but of course, you know, they're pro-Packers, naturally. No containment, plus sloppy tackling, plus no coverage over the middle, plus no O-line equal Bears loss. After further review, the NFL officiating, putting in politely, stinks. So, you know, that was after, you know, Robinson's out of bounds. Clearly he was. But uh, I'm Jordan loving it. Go Pack Go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's just pathetic. You know, when, when, when you start blaming the refs after getting just beat that bad, you know you were bad, man. You know you were bad. And you know that there's calls that could go both ways. I mean, I, I'll be completely honest. I was really upset that the refs refused to call holding because it looked like the Bears were holding our pass rushers on every play, which makes sense because our pass rushers are getting through every play. But it was getting to the point where it's like, come on, because we were having a hard time getting them on the ground, right? So we're getting through. We can't get them on the ground. Then we get through again, and the guy's getting you know, hooked around the neck, and it doesn't get called. Like, come on, man. You, you can't be handicapping us on top of all this. But, you know, at the end of the day, this was not a close game that was determined by the referees. Either way it goes, it doesn't matter. This this was a very clear, straight-up whooping. And the Jets are winning right now. 
Bills are in just full-on self-destruct mode. It seems like the Jets have realized that our offensive line can't pass block to save our lives, but we can probably run against this defense, and they can. So we're going to stop them with our defense, and then we're just going to run the ball, and that's how we're going to win. And they're just going to kick field goals until they win, and that's pretty fantastic. I really hope my quarterback can come back. Stop sucking with your two interceptions and a fumble. And apparently there's another turnover in there somewhere. It's probably his fault. What, 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 how many points does my quarterback have right now? Out of curiosity, he has nine points. Josh freaking Allen has nine points. Three interceptions and a fumble. Okay. So when I left for like five minutes, you threw another pick. That's wonderful. The freaking Jets are going to win this game after Aaron Rodgers gets hurt because Josh Allen just freaking self-destructed in this game. That's just the best. Really would like the Jets to lose. If we're not going to get a first-round pick, which it's pretty clear to me at this point we're not. I haven't looked at uh, the old Twitters to see if we got an update. Anyways, Blaming the refs in a game like that, is it's, it's, it's usually stupid. Very rarely do you get a situation like we had in that playoff game where there was the most blatant missed call that directly impacted who won and who lost a playoff game. That's huge. Most of the time, though, all of us see missed calls. We, 90% of the time, very much see the calls that should have been called in our favor. And very rarely acknowledge the other ones. There's one or two where it's like, yeah, we probably got away with that one. But we, for the most part, don't see it. But it's happening. It's very much happening. Hey, Ryan. This is Aaron. Um, I'm just giving a quick call in the morning after uh, the big win, after I let everything sink in and listen to Packard After Dark, and everyone's getting excited and everything. Um, So this might be petty of me, but... This is directed at the Packers fans who have been negative about Jordan Love and this whole process. I've been screaming about who needs to be fired because we lost Aaron Rodgers. You don't get to be happy about this. Yep. You don't get to enjoy this win. This yep. is not your this is not your Jordan Love. Your Jordan Love sucks. Yep. That's what your Jordan Love I agree. is. He's not a good quarterback. He's a bust. No, listen, if you've made the decision to be miserable for three years. You don't get to just decide that, oh, never mind, I'll be happy now. No, you don't get to be happy about this. Nope. Sorry. This, you, you rooted against this guy the whole time. So now you get to be miserable. You hate the GM. You hate the quarterback. You want him gone. Fine. You can sit there and cross your arms and pout until Jordan Love's gone. Which is unbelievable to me that you've been miserable for three, four, five, six, seven years, however many years long, and you're committing now to at least three more years of misery. Because Jordan Love's not going anywhere. Even if he doesn't play well this year, guess what? They're not getting rid of him. So you're going to be miserable next year, too. And you're going to be... You're just, you're just always... I don't know what you want. Do you get something out of this? Out of being miserable all the time? I just, I just don't understand it. But I 100,000% agree. You don't get to just trash Jordan Love and Brian Gutekunst and the Green Bay Packers and say that everybody else is a, is a complete waste aside from Aaron Rodgers. And then when Rodgers leaves, he goes and blows out his leg and the Packers go on to decimate the Chicago Bears and then just decide that you're going to be happy about that. Nope, you sit there and piss and moan about it. Just keep pissing and moaning. Because you didn't want this. You fought against this. So no, forget you. You don't get to be a part of this. You're not welcome into this little celebratory party. 
So, I'm, I, 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 as as a fan who's been seeing the positive. And by the way, there is a big difference between, for example, I didn't like the Jordan Love pick at the time. There's a big difference between saying I didn't appreciate the pick. Or I don't like some of the decisions because I can already hear, oh, oh, so I agree with everything or I don't get to be. No, no, no. You freaking know exactly what I'm talking about. There is a big difference between being a rational fan, which is what you claim to be but are absolutely not. A big difference between being a rational fan who says, I don't think it's going to work out based on this, 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 and this, but we'll see. And just being a complete, oh, I can't think of a word that I can say on the podcast. A complete piece of garbage that has made every Packer fan miserable for years, claiming that you know that he's going to be bad, and you know it was a bad decision, when you don't. Well, you can see it, it's obvious, watch his college tape. That's not how that works, jag off. That's not how that works. You don't know, you're pretending you know so that you can justify your misery and pretend you're smarter than everybody else, and you're not. You're just miserable. You're not intelligent. You're just angry. You're unhappy generally so yeah you can disagree with whatever but you've made that point very clear and you've made the decision to be insufferable for years so now you get to hold that position the entire time you get to hold the position that brian gutekunst is trash and all these guys he drafted like romeo dobbs who got those touchdowns like jordan love who threw the touchdowns like zach tom who held it down on the right side or elton jenkins or myers or Runyon with four-fifths of this offensive line that was like the best pass-blocking offensive line this week. And Quay Walker, who had the, the pick six. Nope, I don't want to hear it. That was a Gutekunst pick. Or Devondre Campbell, or Jair Alexander, or Razul Douglas, or Devontae Wyatt, or Colby Wooden, or Carl Brooks. You don't get to sit here and cherry-pick and say, well, I like the good things, but I'm going to be miserable about the bad things. No, you don't like Gutekunst, he's a piece of crap, then just hold that, keep that same energy the whole time. And every time something that he does turns out good, you get to just be pissed off about it. I'm freaking sick of it. And I told you that if it turns out like this, I'm going to be insufferable. And I'm going to give you hell the entire time until you freaking deactivate all your social media. You are not going to hear the end of it from me because I didn't get to hear the end of it from you. Absolutely miserable human beings. ...and the quality of this entire time... You don't get to backtrack. Right. I understand other teams' fans hating on this team. Right. But our own fan base, who was hating on Jordan Love very recently during training camp, yep. no, you don't, get, you don't get to backtrack. Even now, even after this game, saying that he didn't look good. Okay, well, well good. I'm glad you're at least keeping that same energy. I, I hope that you didn't watch the game and enjoy it. I hope that you didn't celebrate the touchdowns. I hope you saw Jordan Love throw a touchdown pass and just went, Ugh, dang it, that doesn't help my argument. Which is the only thing that matters is me being right about everything. I hope that that's exactly how your Sunday went. While all Packer fans were cheering and celebrating and having a great time, I hope you were freaking miserable. Sorry. Um, but anyways, I'm just still super happy, still living on cloud nine. I am slept so well didn't want to wake up in the morning because i slept so well and just wanted to keep sleeping but it's okay because now i'm living in a reality in which the the packers actually absolutely decimated the bears and the bears are crying at home um 
So have a good day. Hey. Very, very good day. Let's do one more call. Hey, Ryan, it's Garrett. Just calling in Monday morning uh, after the win of the Afterglow. And just getting ready to take care of business, dude. I can't believe the Green Bay won. I just got to collect all my debt from a guy who was a Bears fan. They're going back into hibernation. <laughs> go Pack Go. Yeah, I've decided not to chase down all the people that bet me money. I knew they weren't going to pay anyway, so I don't really care. Um, it wasn't about that. The satisfaction for me isn't getting like 10 bucks or 5 bucks from a guy who ran his mouth or 100 which obviously, the, the bigger the number, the more unlikely. The people that bet you $1,000 because I got that money, bro, they don't have freaking, they don't have a pot to piss in. They got nothing. They're completely broke. That's why they're on social media pretending that they're rich. That's something rich people don't do. Number one, they don't brag about being rich. And number two, they don't bet thousands of dollars. If they did, they wouldn't be rich. Rich people put their money in institutions. They don't have liquid cash laying around to be Venmoing people bets that they lose because they run their mouth like idiots. They're also generally not as big of idiots as these people running their mouth. So they don't have the money. So no, the satisfaction for me was just letting them know that I remember the bet and I want you to remember how stupid you looked. All the satisfaction in the world right there. Just go back and like like the post. Just as a reminder, just a little, hey, how you doing? And if you have the, the integrity, now that I've liked your post, to reach out to me directly and man up and own up to what you said, by all means, I'm here. But I don't expect you to be a man about it. And, as expected, despite all the arguments I had... All the disagreements that I had with Bears fans on social media, how many of them came forward and said, you know what, you were right. You know what, I was wrong. By the way, here's 10 bucks I owe you. Anything, nothing, not a thing. Nope, they're going to go dark. They're going to wait for their opportunity to pounce. It doesn't matter if it's week five, when Jordan Love has a bad day and Justin Fields has a good day, they're going to pounce. Because they have no integrity. They're insufferable trolls. And they don't care about what's true. They don't care about what's real. They're just little freaking bots. But I guess we get to uh, revel in the fact that the Packers won in inspiring fashion. The Bears got embarrassed. We can be excited that we are not insufferable Packer fans who are just miserable all the time, and we got to enjoy the game. And the fact that we get to be intelligent human beings that can use our brains and look at information and say, oh, okay, that's reality, as opposed to Bears fans who look at information and go, nope, that doesn't... uh, fit the narrative that I want to be true, so that's not reality. And pretend that I can just manifest, as though I'm Aaron Rodgers, just manifest with my words things to come out, come to fruition just because I said it. Well, looks like reality smacked, uh, well, for being honest, it smacked Bears fans and Aaron Rodgers in the face with that whole manifestation thing. But, you know, do what you gotta do. Why did Aaron say urine? <laughs> I'm just... I'm not going to click on it, but I just, I'm reading some of the transcripts of some other people, and Aaron called in, and the first word just says urine. That'll be interesting. Anyways, you guys have a good rest of your night. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye bye.